All right, then you guys are live right now on hot7025fm.com. It's your girl, Fine Assy Carice, and I'm here with my co host, Sir. Sir, the one and only. <laughs> the one, the only. The only. Okay, with the shingles on, child. This week it's the shingles. We are it's the shingles. For Gotta do something day. different every week. Shout out to everyone who's listening live. If you're on Facebook, if you are on YouTube, we are live on Twitter today. <laughs> okay. Hey, and uh, in the Twitter sphere. If you're listening to the replay um, of this live video on any of our podcast platforms, thank you, thank you, thank you. Share and tell your friends about us um, because, man, oh, man, the show today is Why You So Gay. Okay, we got to special guest. <laughs> Billy the Ho is in the building with us today. Not Billy I'm, the I'm Ho. I'm, I'm definitely. Is that his legal name? This. <laughs> is Billy the Ho? Is, is, is that what his mama named him? His government is on his is on Billy the Ho, child. Okay. Yay, okay. So we uh will be adding Billy to this content here in just a second. But we're gonna get into a little bit of shady ass tea, sir. As we do each and every Tuesday, we deliver the shady ass tea, sir. What's okay, so. First, first and foremost, I, I need to. I, I want to get into the major stallion situation with Tory Lanes, but before we do that, before I get there, I want to talk about Sierra Wilson, Russell Wilson, and this um, this character. What is this man's name? He's a he has a stupid name, Channing Crowder. I thought I had to read. I had to read the man's name like four or five times. You didn't like the Crowder part? I no. I thought it, I kept. I kept wanting to say Chowder. I kept one. I thought it was a, the name of a show. I thought Channing Crowder was the name of the podcast, but that's his name, and he's doing the talking on somebody anyway. Gotcha. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a video of what he said, and um, and then we'll you know we'll chat because I I, I want to make sure that I'm giving context to this right before without without me saying anything. But, uh, Russell and Sierra. Yeah, if Russell ain't had that bread, she ain't gonna be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Yeah, what, what, Russell Square. Russell Square. Sierra, Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she was you won't leave future they, and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I think the, that's what you don't wrong, leave though. future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, Women bro, everybody got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You're going to leave Future and get with Russell Wilson? Is, when you he's have, so goddamn square, and I love him on the field. He's this. a square. Channing. He's a king square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved <laughs> to be with him. Goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you, goofballs, no, You want the guy that told me, you know what? I was I was praying and God told me to go save her. That's what the man told me to my face. But even with all Okay. So that's that. He said what he said, right? Called him a square, called him a goofball, said the only reason Sierra's with this man is because of the money he makes. Now he did make uh report about $140 million in his new contract uh, for 2022. He'll be making $19 million base and $22 million in 2023. So he does make good money. Right. I don't think the only reason she's with Russell Wilson is because he's a cornball or a square. And honestly, I don't think Russell Wilson is a square or a cornball. I think personally that the way Future lives his life is corny. Like this man is almost 40. He ain't got no wife. He got a bunch of fucking baby mamas and a bunch of kids all over the fucking place. And that's like, that's not tea. Like that, you're, you're an adult. Like you're not a 22 year old boy. That's not, that's, is that cool? And like being with one woman and taking care of your children is square. Like that's crazy. That's madness yeah. to me. 
Yeah, I, I think that he's hella reckless, you know, and then mm-hmm. too, I think that he's very, he's pretty disrespectful in the ways that, way that he handles his business with his families. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, right. I don't think Russell is a cornball, and I think he's actually rather handsome. He's mm-hmm. pretty freaking handsome. <laughs> well, handsome doesn't mean that you're like. Cool. It does. It, it does. That that it, gives you an extra because if you know if you're like he's like sexy, I'll get I'll give him sexy because he mm-hmm. could be corny, right? right. So I, I feel like he's sexy. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he got it. So okay, so you don't think that the idea that because he's he's committed to one woman and he takes care of his show because I think that what I'm understanding the man say is because Russell Wilson loved God, because he's like, you know, I love my one wife. You know what I'm saying? I love this other man's kids. I'm going to take care of his family the way he takes care of his family. A lot of people, a lot of men view that as super fucking corny. Like he not, because he, he could be fucking all the women on the planet because he's Russell Wilson. You know who I think is corny? The guy who Who's said that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. The guy Mr. Who is, is mad because he couldn't pull a Sierra. Okay, mm. like like let's really get into it because the the reality is is that they actually look like they work well together, right? You know? And right, I agree. if he's a real grown man and he's right. going to provide for his family and for a child, it's not even his as as, as though it is his own child, right? I'm definitely here for it. Right, and he happens to be rich as well and sexy, <laughs> and he might have some good thing. <sighs> I don't have any comment on that. I don't, Damn it. I don't know, but um, I you think sure? you at least got to give him the good thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving him good guy. I'm, I, I don't think I think it's really whack the idea that to be a man or to be cool, you have to be doggish to the woman you with. Agree. I feel like I feel like that is fucking whack. And like you are, this man is a professional. He's 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 top of his game, top of his field. And for to have another person in the same field as you and another black man be like, oh, you so whack because you're good to your woman. Like, that shit is fucking, that's the wrong message. And then the men that sit in a room with him don't agree. They're not really agreeing with what he's saying, but they're not saying like, hey, nigga, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. Hey, brother. <laughs> but, I mean, these, you know, they're not saying, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't be like dog and homie, like like maybe he's a he's a good guy. I mean, the guys, you know, the guy mentions because, because they're cornball followers as well. Yeah, because I mean, when the guy was like, you know, they, he, she goes from this level of toxicity, which is apparently obviously toxic, right? Being all them baby mamas. What many baby mamas you got? Seven. I yeah. thought it was like nine. Forty nine kids, something like that. <laughs> and so to go from that to somebody who was just committed to you because she wasn't, and she not even. Really like any of the other baby mamas. She, don't, I don't even think she got him on child support. I think Russell asked her to take uh, future off child support because he can take care of the child himself. Period. You know what I'm that's, saying? So that's some grown man stuff. That's not right. grown ball stuff. That's like, yo, you can't even take care of your kid. I, it's cool. I got it. It's cool. I got it. So and you know, so it's, you can't be mad. Like, oh, he and, and then I think it is. It's the future riding for me. Why, how would you leave future to go to Russell Wilson? Do you want to date future? Are you? Yeah. Are you interested? He, he, wants to date, he wants to date future. That's why. He right. He's that man. Right. It was. It, it was giving very much. You wish you were Sierra, and you wish you was dating future because you feel like future is the best thing that ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and that she couldn't be that. Russell is like a downgrade from from future. 
which is absolute madness. Yeah, they're just cornballs, and they're just mad that that man has a. Uh you know more money and more class than them and it's just is what it is so i'm gonna give them all the cornball award um and and that was some trash so we can go on to the next right it's a coleon collins says russell is not portraying the image most black men display what is most what is what is most black men what does that mean so like all most black men feel that they should be toxic is that the image that most black men display, like hyper masculine? The thing um, is that I I can't I don't know those I don't know many of those black men. Right. Well, I mean, because I mean, I mean, I think that there is a is a real there's a there's a a popular idea that there's a, there's a particular way to be a man, mm-hmm. and it, there's an acceptable way for it to be a man, and, and I, I and I'll be honest, a lot of those ideas are acceptable way to be a man for another man to see, right? Like this is. Because, I mean, because when you're a good man to your woman, other men are not going to be interested in how you look, right? And so a man that's, that's concerned about being a good man to his woman is not interested, right? Many baby mamas, that, that's what I figured he meant, is that people are hyper-masculine, too many baby mamas, don't want to settle down nowhere. But a man is committed... How many people do you know, as a black man, who has a whole bunch of personally? baby mamas? That has a lot of baby mamas. None of the none of the men I know have a lot of baby mamas. None of the men, none of, none of my the men that are my friends um, have multiple baby mamas. I don't know honestly. I don't know any men and men and I call my friends have multiple. They have, they have multiple. they have a baby mama, but they don't have multiple baby mamas. They had a, one or two babies with just one woman that, that that didn't work out, and now they're you know living their life, but they don't have any other children. Interesting. <clears throat> but I, like I said, I think that it's important. That we understand that a man that's being hyper masculine that has all the baby mamas is and to prove his manliness is proving his manliness to other men. He's not proving his manliness to a woman. <laughs> and so your woman ain't like you know what I would really like you to do is go have more babies. <laughs> your woman's not saying that. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it where it is. I'm gonna move on to some um some other toxicity. Um, <laughs> Tory Lanes uh, was arrested today in court um, for violating his per- um, contact and protective order against Meg Thee Stallion. So the tweets he was tweeting at her regarding the case were shown to the judge and used as evidence that he was violating that order. Um, in addition, his lawyer came out and stated that um, there was a witness that saw two women and a man in um, fighting and that the woman was the one that was closest to the gun blast. And so there that people are um speculating that kelsey shot her and that tori didn't actually that's shoot her I, I think that's what he was trying to insinuate in the first place he, mm-hmm, he that kelsey is the one who shot was, her mm-hmm. yeah he was trying to insinuate that kelsey is the one who actually shot her and not him mm-hmm. i'm just calling cap on the like there's a couple of things here right okay. i think that him as a man like i feel like he could have just said he did it said he shot her even if he didn't? No, I just feel like... He should say he shot her even if he didn't shot, shoot her? I, but the thing, do you think Kelsey shot her? Um, I don't know. I don't know who shot her. Because... because, I, let's, because let's, I, let's think about it. If, okay. If Megan was in a situation... If she's in a situation where she was um, already upset with Kelsey for sleeping with her dude... Mm-hmm. And then she she's in a, a position where she um, got shot by somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why right. wouldn't she say Kelsey did it? She wasn't going to be friends with her anymore anyway. So you're saying that if she was, if Kelsey actually was the person that shot her, then she would have just said, hey, that bitch shot me. 
You said I hate her. She shot me, and so you're saying that 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 is the you think that that's evidence that Tori shot her. It, it sounds like the it sounds like the defense that Tori is trying to gonna try to present mm-hmm. that Megan was so drunk and so high that mm-hmm. she doesn't even know who shot her. So that's gonna wipe the case mm. for both of them. But I don't, I don't think anybody her. shot her. Guys, can I can I just I don't think anybody shot her. What I think I'm gonna tell you what I think. I'm gonna tell you what I actually think happened. Okay. Yeah controversial opinion i think she was on his ass because he's a tiny man and she's a big lady okay and she was on and houston ladies like to put their hands on people and she was on that ass and he put he might have pulled the gun out and pulled the trigger i don't think he shot her i think it may have ricocheted and hit her feet were clearly bleeding yeah i think it ricocheted and hit her foot but i don't think he meant and intended to shoot her so i think what he's saying is She's 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 telling the story like he pulled the gun out and meant to shoot her. I think he may have pulled the gun out to like pull the trigger and like get her off of him. I don't think. And I don't. I'm. It's a possibility. Gun out. You say what? He could have just pulled the gun out. Maybe it went off because she was still whooping that ass. You ever seen Harlem Nights? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen Harlem Nights? It's a legitimate question. Times. Okay. So do you remember? When Eddie Murphy was getting his ass whipped in that alley. Yeah, and he pulled out the gun. But why would she? She wasn't the. Okay, according to the security <laughs> guy, mm-hmm. he was saying that he shot her, and there was a gun in the back seat, and they, mm-hmm. you know, somebody was scuffling with the gun. It's a gun in your back seat. That doesn't mean you shot somebody. It's actually not in the. Back seat. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Lots of people have guns. Yeah. Well. We'll close the case on that. <laughs> so I think that it's important that we um, we address. I was talking to my sister about this earlier. There's this idea that men and people should have have input on like women's bodies and what they do and how they how they handle their bodies. Um, Lotto, the rapper, uh, has been being fat shamed online. This girl is like what, 21 years old. Is being fat shamed online, and she need to get light pill energy, need to get liposuction. She got cellulite. She, her body is all out of control, and so she's saying now that she's going to get off birth control because of the of the fat shame comments. I think that is I think that is a really really important thing that we not look at women's bodies and look at women and say this is how you should look right because there are women look all different kinds of ways there are tall women skinny women, all of that right very dr seuss of the women this one that one your your one my one right and i think that when we look at women online and start telling them how they should look it's a really really damaging thing like some some women don't give a fuck right someone like i don't care i'm gonna put this big old dented booty in the camera <laughs> this is what it's gonna be but someone would really, really take that person. And I just, I don't agree with the idea that we should be commenting on women's bodies in that way. Can you hear me okay, sir? Yes, I 100% can hear you. You are coming in clear and they can hear you in the back. <laughs> all right, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, well, uh, is that all the tea for us today? That's what I got right now, yes, ma'am. Well, listen, we got to, you know, listen, did you um, check out for a fee? I did. I watched season two, episode one. A four fee. Um, I watched the recap, and I was honestly, I was kind of gagged on the recap. I was like, I need to go back and watch <laughs> Wait, real, one. You, those of you who haven't seen four fee, real quick, I'm gonna give y'all a sneak peek just cause y- so y'all can see. Just relax. You gotta do nothing. Okay, look, we have to find him. Okay. Anything in excess becomes a liability. I should be acknowledged and treated fairly. 
I got some info back on Quan the other day. Just play them cards right. We're going to get you home safe. You understand? Nothing in life is free. Everything is for a fee. <laughs> So, so I watched, <laughs> I watched it and I was okay. like, oh, child. First of all, it was pretty dope to see, you know, some people from Vegas on that right. as well, you know. Right. Um, some local so, spots. <laughs> right. 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 Joe, Joe Mackey. <laughs> right. I, was, I was like, I know that guy. I've been in that gas station several, several times. I've been in that corner store right. buying single cigarettes back in the day. <laughs> I it's, it's dope. It's following Roscoe. Who is? I don't know if he sell drugs. If he just be killing people on the weekends. I'm <laughs> hey, I'm trying people, to. Though. You said what? I said not killing people though. He, he listen. He listen. He killing. He he killing people. He killing boyfriends. He killing girlfriends. He killing your mama, my mama. If if you're in his way, you will get shot. You may you may get put in the trunk. You may be carried out. Okay, he is not interested in anybody doing anything that's going to put him in jail and so he's going to take care of that and it's it's kind of following him and like the 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 chaos he's causing in the city and it's interesting because i think growing up in las vegas um i knew people like roscoe you know what I'm saying? i knew people like who, the people that roscoe knows and they are they are very that and so it's it's a good show y'all should check it out it's on tubi um all eight episodes are there so you can sit down and binge watch I'm a, but I absolutely check out um, for a fee on Tubi. And you are on I mute. I so. what Tubi was. Until I love Tubi. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, I was yesterday years old when I learned mm -hmm. what Tubi was. So mm -hmm. I logged into Tubi. It's free. Yes. It's free. Um, it's free. And then it has some pretty good movies on there. I was they like, do. okay, Tubi. Um, so they yeah, do. logged in there. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember Arabesque films from like Very uh, that. old BT times. Yeah, where the volume wasn't really that great. <laughs> that's what to, that's what Tubi can go give you, child. Okay, I love Tubi, and that's that's come on, come on, Doctor Hatcher. I Maybe? fucking love Tubi for that very reason. It, it's giving me nostalgia. It's giving me blackness. I, I like I like the show also because it has local um, rap artists like as the soundtrack, which is really dope. So right. check it out on Tubi. All eight episodes are there. Yeah, and so we're gonna talk about um, next week's episode because I'm gonna watch that yes! one too. I, I was like, I want to binge watch it, but then again, I kind of want to like you know wait it out a little bit. So uh, I'm I binge it, watch so it, but I'm I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. Is that you can definitely watch it more than once. For sure, for sure, and then too, you may miss something. So, right, you know, or you miss someone that you might know, especially if you're from from Vegas as well. So, right, 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 very that. Definitely tune into that for a fee on Tubi or is on uh, Amazon Prime. on Amazon Prime. For sure. All right, sir. Well, I think it's about that time. <sighs> I'm excited. We have a guest. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. <laughs> come on, Andrews. Come on, you remember the Andrews Club. <laughs> And look, you gotta be a member of the Andrews Club. Did you did you bring a visit? Did you bring a guest with you? You had a visitor with you? Please stand. Oh my goodness! Listen, we got um, we we got Bernie, aka Billy the Ho, in the building. The Ho, H O E. Is, is there an E on Ho or is it H O? It's a lot of hoes, a lot of O's. A lot of, a lot of, o's? of O's. Oh, oh, oh! Come on. Uh -huh. Like, like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the whole. Mm, well, now, no ease, never ending. Uh, well, welcome well, in. 
Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for um, inviting me. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming through, but we've been talking about getting you back here. You were on uh, Risky Radio with Icarus yes. years ago. Don't say that. And it was so tough. You, you know what, though? It's good that it was your It's all. It's just a shade for me. <laughs> mm. it, it wasn't even shade. It was like... I have had this show, show for so long. Mm, like, it's okay. all love. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm very that. Yeah. Amazing, though. It is amazing. Thank you. Thank amazing you. Amazing things happened after that, that show. Sure. <laughs> you know what? We, we go find out what that was. <laughs> That's the thing. We're going to have to find out what exactly the, the amazing part was for sure. Mm. Uh, so, um, listen. Uh, we going by Billy the Hub? We going by Billy? Just don't call me late for dinner. Okay, because you are not going to be late for dinner? Well, uh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Depends on who's cooking and what they have. Ooh, mm. <laughs> who, who made the potato salad? <laughs> well, listen, I have known uh, Billy for many, many years, child. Many and, years. And, um, and, and sir, you have as well. And, uh, you know, we go way back to, to the good old church choir days yes. and all of that good stuff. To and the blind days. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, but I wanted to have a series to kind of bring back some conversations about um, coming out, being LGBTQ or whatever it is that you may essentially identify as when it comes to being in touch with who you are, your, your, your sexuality, um, and then too, like how that impacts your regular life, you know, and how it has possibly impacted your life, you know, in the past. So, um, so I wanted to get into that. So, so, so tell me, um, about your journey as, as coming into yourself. What age did that look like? Like, what did that look like for you at all? You know what? After that question, okay. It was, I didn't know who I was, number one. I didn't know what to call it, number two. And that was like, woo, in my early 20s, I want to say. Um, I came out, I was forced out of the closet by my my a family member, let's just say that. Ooh. Wait, tell me how that happened. <laughs> well, I was hanging with some families and family members and things like that. And I would I was always acting wild, as you may know. My wildness carried over into the youth choir. What does wild mean? You know, just dressing wild, you know What is wild? What is that? Wearing mean? makeup. Okay. Um you know, just not being really sexual at that mm-hmm. point. It was just like mm-hmm. like a lot of flirting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So they, my brother, well, I'm going to let the cat out the back. <laughs> it was said to my parents that they would not accept me if I came out. Mm-hmm. And they did not know really what was, you know, because was, that was like in the 80s, uh-huh. 90s, whatever. And my mom, I remember my mom specifically saying, what did I do wrong? Mm. What did she do wrong with you? Yes. Yeah, so like, what did okay. I do wrong? Like, so I had to really. To, to make you gay. Yeah. And I was like, I Interesting. was. Interesting. But we never knew what to call it. Uh, oh. Back in that day, we didn't uh. stop acting like that. Mm. What mm. acting like? What am I acting? But do you think that was because they didn't want to act like they knew what it was, but didn't want to say what it was out loud? They didn't want to embrace it, uh-huh. just like mm-hmm. a lot of the you know church, the religious. Yeah. You know, they don't want to embrace it. They right. talk about it. Do you think they thought if they denied it long enough, it would just go away? Mm-mm, it'll never go away. That's why. No, I'm just saying. Do you think, do you think that that's how your parents felt? Like, if, if, we, if we just don't talk about it, like, we don't talk about Bruno. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't we don't talk about that. He's just different. I, yeah. But that was, I was always different. 
I was mm-hmm. always the one that was different in the family. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I always stayed in church. I brought I was brought up in church and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I believe my whole faith was up based upon God, I and mean, that's where I got it. You know, that's right. who I am. Mm-hmm. Your spiritual, your yeah, spiritual self. Yeah, yeah. Right. So after that, after that, you know, it just was like, okay, Billy's just Billy. I heard mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm. What is that? You know, right. Billy just Billy. But mm-hmm. it wasn't until like I started hanging out with some with some friends, and uh, I think I was in my twenties, like twenty two, twenty three, and I realized that I was. You know, same gender loving mm-hmm. or gay, homosexual, and so. And how did you get to that point where you realized that? Yeah, like, what point what, was that? Yeah, because you because you, you said so. You were saying earlier someone kind of outed you, mm-hmm. and right. then so they how did this? Your mom. So when it, and I'm sorry, I'm, in, I'm I'm jumping, I'm stepping all over you, and I'm yes, so sorry. Okay. Yes, you sure. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm, you want some? You want it all? Don't no, you? I'm, I'm I I and I, I'm I am so sorry because I'm, I'm. You said they outed you. They just came and told your mama mm-hmm. something what? about you, and she just was like, okay, I, that's what he's that's she was that's tea that's mm-hmm. gospel. But like, how did that? She. That's what I'm they saying. said that Billy. Is afraid mm. to come out to y'all because he oh, that's right. Okay, I'm, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm following. I'm sorry, but I was all I felt accepted. <laughs> I just felt like me all you know for the longest. Mm-hmm. I just felt like me, but then when I started putting a name to it and stuff like that, I was like, you know, uh-uh. I have no coming out party or mm-hmm. stuff, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But my girlfriends, when we was in high school, they she my friend, she saw say, Bernie, don't you have an announcement to make? <laughs> She was ready for you to tell everybody. She was like, look here, Bernie, just go ahead and get it out. I know that's yeah, right. Before I was 18, she's like, Bernie, and she'll say it in front of everybody. And we only heard me the inside joke of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you have an announcement to make? I'm like, girl, please. But it wasn't. I made that announcement to my parents after the, they, after my family member told them. And then I was like, this is who I am. You know, no, mom, you didn't do anything wrong. You raised me to be who I, who I am today: responsible, caring, compassionate. So, no, you didn't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So, did she? Uh, did she listen? Like, yeah, she, she did. Because my mother always sat us down and talked to us. Mm-hmm. She always, she made sure of that. And I was you know, going to touch on that too because she was the one that nur- uh, nurtured us. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a two. I grew up in a two-family home. But I think my father didn't really know how to handle my personality. Mm-hmm. So he sort of kind of lashed out and tried to beat it out of me. Oh. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a question. Do you do you ever feel like the need to, like, butch it? Do you ever feel like you need to butch it up, straighten it up? Like, I, there's people around that I have to. Let me, let me share this with you. Okay. Butch it up, that comes when you really need to do it. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, what does that mean? Like when you need to be somebody, <laughs> when okay. you have to, when you have to get your, when you have to stand up and be a man. Because number one, I am a man. Uh-huh. You know, right. I have effeminate ways. Mm-hmm. So, but I do get it, my point across. You know, I'm, I'm outspoken, as you may can tell. Mm-hmm. And for, and that comes from growing up and being around people who are outspoken. Uh-huh. You know, just allow me to be who I as am. As you should. As you should, but mm-hmm. we couldn't do that. We were always remained to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. And then when we got older, then it, things started presenting themselves. I probably started talking, I probably started <laughs> speaking up way too early. But I was lucky enough to, to have a mom who was okay with me saying what I needed to say mm-hmm. or whatever. But, I mean, I think that... So, your dad thought he was going to beat it out you. Oh, yes. 
I think that That's came concerning. on several occasions. So, and, and got, you know, rest, rest up. Yeah. But do you did you come to terms with that, or did he come to terms with who you are? Oh yes, oh yes, and we was on our way. I remember so well. It was just like years before he passed, but we were on our way to Monroe, Louisiana, and we had a long stretch from Tallulah to Monroe. Okay, Monroe. Where <laughs> so I was born. We got ready to talk. We started talking in the in the car and everything, and. He shared with me that he was proud of who I was. Mm-hmm. He said, you've always been open. You always, you never threw the rock and hid your hand, is mm-hmm. what he told me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's all the way I knew how to be, mm-hmm. you know. And, we you know, we had a nice conversation. And after that, I felt so liberated because it was, that th- it was at that point that I recognized that I was a little older, you know, 30s, 40s maybe, mm-hmm. that we had that conversation. And he acknowledged who I was, and he really knew who I was. Mm-hmm. He's always known, but he just didn't know how to. Handle the person. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that conversation. I came back liberated more right. from that conversation. You know what's so funny is that um, when I came out to my grandmother, my grandparents talked about it on the way to Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that, that's crazy. Isn't that something? That's what a coincidence. Mm. Um, but I just think, um, sir, did you have something? I'm not, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, you know I'm going to jump in if I have a question. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> So I just think that a lot of times when when we grow up in the church, you know, we personally have expectations of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, you go through situations where you're you find out who you are and you're like, "Oh shit. How <laughs> how am I supposed to be who I am? Be this person that the church and my parents and the world wants me to be?" And then you have a struggle within yourself. What did that struggle look like for you? That let's just say I'm grateful that I got clean and sober at 22. Mm-hmm. Because up until 22 I was a mess. Mm-hmm. And once I accepted Christ as my personal savior at about 22, 23, and this is no lie. I mean, I was still Billy. I was still like, because they was like, <laughs> you coming here with this, that, and I wore hairstyles. I was coming, I was into Why myself. Why don't I remember these hairstyles? Sir, do you remember these any hairstyles? I do. I, I remember. What? All I remember was certain <laughs> earrings and tongue rings. That's and what you, I remember the hairstyles. You do? I, I do. <laughs> you was watching? <laughs> He I'm always clocking. But I was, I'm uh, always right. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: I was a Sunday school teacher. Were you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop! Yeah. I yeah. Did, why didn't I know this? I don't know. It's just weird. You just and I, you know, I never looked at him any different. I just knew he was peculiar. Let's just say that. <laughs> Me? Well, I didn't put a name on. Yeah, I didn't put. Okay, I didn't peculiar. put anything to it. <laughs> That is your I've always been always I've always been this. Not when I first met you, no, you wasn't like this. But I but like going back to like going through those struggles because I think that because you also when you're in this situation in your in your mind you're also thinking, Well the Bible says I'm gonna go to hell. The Bible says I'm not supposed to do this, and you're, right. you're battling with yourself as you're processing through this whole thing. You're like, mm-hmm. well, but I still, I'm still attracted to this person. What right. the hell am I supposed to do? Am I go- like, you know? So how are you reconciling your faith with your sexuality? Oh, let me just share this. I stopped identifying. What does that mean? I stopped identifying my, identifying my sexuality. I stopped saying that I was gay. Why? Because I just didn't feel the need for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, growing up. 
You know, I'm a lot older than y'all, so. Are you? <laughs> Billy. You know I'm a lot older know, than Billy. y'all. I Billy. Maybe like seven years, Billy. Mm, 52. So, okay, you got, you got me about two, 10 years. Mm-hmm. We'll let them so. slide. We act, let them act like you <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I don't feel it. But, yeah, it's just, I, that's always who I've been. Mm-hmm. So, to come to grips with who I was, it wasn't hard for me to do that. Yeah. It was hard for others to accept it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a long time I was, I, you know, how you say it, isolated myself mm-hmm. from that. But I still was doing other things outside of the, you know, the church stuff. So I wonder if this is a, a thing because I personally do not identify with any side. I am not gay. I'm not a lesbian. I'm not straight. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder mm-hmm. if that is something where we are able to utilize that to reconcile who we are. Who we are with your faith? With with the well, with your faith. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm going a well, different I, direction from that. But I, I wonder if that's that's a I thing. I think I think that it's important that you 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 whoever whoever you identify as is is what you identify as. Right. I think that a lot of times in, in the society that we're in now, there's like you have to have a label for what you are so that other people because your, your label isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Your label is so other people can know who you are. So when they see you, they can say, oh, I know. I know Billy. He's this, this and this, you know, so they can put you on a list. But if they if they can't put you on a list, they're like, well, I don't understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And so saying I don't identify, just I am who I am. Mm-hmm. It, it confuses people. because They're like, well, then what are you? Well, are I'm you? Billy. What are you? Yeah, right. I'm and so. You just Billy. I'm just Billy right. you know, with the feminine ways, with uh-huh. the feminine ways. And- but do you really have feminine ways? Because that's that's one thing. That I, that's I, I wanted. I wanted to that's ask one you. Thing do you- that I talked about as well because I know I have very masculine energy and mm-hmm. at some points. I'm very feminine at some points. Right. I'm just who I am. It's just is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I wouldn't call myself a stud or a femme or whatever. Right. Right. Like it's not. It's not something that I have to. I just think. I think that all men have uh, feminine, you know, ways. Mm-hmm. Inside entities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think all always what she always always taking shots at the post. <laughs> well she can do that. Constantly. She constantly. <laughs> she owns who she is. Literally, right. I just but I just think that I mean for me, like I, I love I love men, I love women. Mm-hmm. You know, I date men, I date women. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I look at the fellows and I'll be like, Yeah, he he got a little something in him. And it's okay. You have that radar. I heard but it doesn't mean the, the thing is it doesn't mean that they're gay right it's just that that that's part of their being as well i just when think are that they all gay? of us when are they gay what what <laughs> when are they oh, now, now that is my question like how do you how do you um feel about men who say well i like men sexually right i have i'm sexually attracted to men but i'm not romantically or emotionally attracted to men so they don't. I, they they don't feel like that's a. They don't. They don't reconcile. I was like, I can. I can have sex with a man, but I in a relationship, I'd rather be with a woman. Mm. That's totally confusing to me because I've never wanted to be with a woman. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when I hear that, you know, I mm-hmm. my really, heart goes. You never uh, been with a woman ever. No. What, do they call that gold star on y'all hands? Gold star, yeah. <laughs> if he if he had, if he hadn't come out to cook, were you vaginally delivered? No. Yes, you was born, or you were born cesarean section. Vaginally delivered. Okay, so gold star. If you was born cesarean section, you would be platinum. 
So yeah, never, never, never touch no pussy. Kind of stuff. I didn't know <laughs> when I was young. What y'all I'm just saying. I, I've never heard of gold. that. Sir is advanced in this, I guess. shenanigans. Goodness. I just know, I know, I know a lot of things about a lot of things. <laughs> well, I need to sit in your class then. I'll be your Sunday school teacher. Okay. <laughs> I promise I'll be obedient. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> so I do have some, <laughs> I do have some other questions though. So mm-hmm. as you process through, you know, understanding your sexuality, um, first of all, understanding who you are, mm-hmm. then going and understanding, you know, your sexual attraction to people. And, and then from there, did you feel like what, cause we hear a lot of people on, on down low, right? Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, although you may have just been your, you know, authentically yourself, mm-hmm. did you feel like you had to date men who were on the down low because they weren't authentically themselves? No. How did how did that go for you? <laughs> you know, we talked about this. I think in the last did time, we? We, we, it was, yeah, on the spectrum of who I dated, uh-huh. or who I preferred to date, or mm-hmm. who I preferred to be with. And um, I used to be very vicious to the men, to the down low men. But then I realized that hey, you know, it took something for you to realize who you were, and they just sometimes don't get it. They just don't realize or rec- want to recognize that part of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wanting to be involved with another man. Mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, I'm you're sexual attracted. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But what about your feelings? Right. Man, sometimes men just don't have feelings like that. Interesting. Well, but that's, I think that's what I'm asking. Like how there are, there are men who are like, well, I like sleeping with men. I just don't want to be laying up, holding, holding. I don't want to be in a relationship. And I, I want it to only be sexual. And so, I mean, it, it's it, it's a thing. It, it, they're, no, I mean, it's, and so when, they, when they're looking for emotional connection, they look, they're looking for that from a woman. They're looking, they want that to be from a woman. And they also want sex from the woman as well. But like, so the fullness of a relationship where you're dealing with emotional and spiritual connections and things like that, they want that with a woman. But they also want to have sex with men. And so there are, there are men, and they don't identify as gay, identify as straight. They don't even want to be emotional around women. So mm. it's like, what is the deal? What's the situation here? But it's it's an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. I just myself, just like I said, about four or five years ago, stopped identifying and stopped, you know, bashing the men mm-hmm. who were mm-hmm. on the down low mm-hmm. or bashing men who want to be gay or whatever or come mm-hmm. out either or. I just stopped that. I mean, I, I literally... Just, just let it just, just go and be. That's what it is. I think yeah. the only, I think my only concern with any, with any man that w- I guess we consider down low mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. be those who are with women, um, in full marriages, monogamous marriages, and having sex with men unprotected. Mm-hmm. I'm not with the shit. Because I think that that's is is it gets dangerous with whomever, whether right. well, even if it's a, another woman, it doesn't matter. It, it gets dangerous right. either right. way, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like you know when you're on the down low, I think that you should, you know, like your you know your wife sh- should have a choice. She should, and yeah. she will never have that choice because she'll never know because he's too afraid to show that that side to her. Mm-hmm. Now I <clears throat> know some people who. Have, who are in relationships mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the man, with the woman, and they know nothing about the other person. 
who Jeez. being a male, they know nothing. And and the thing is, is that the at this point in our lives, I feel like those conversations can be had. Like if like if I'm dating a, if I'm dating a guy, like first of all, that's like one of the first questions we got. Like, mm, so you know, right. do, you, do you date men or have you had sex with men before? Yeah. Like I need to have that conversation. <laughs> Let's get on, right. get that out the but way. Why do you do you think that should be coming up out of his mouth, or do you have to ask that question? I think that I think that either way it should happen because they're probably going to ask me. So do you like girls too, right? Mm-hmm. And then that way we have we can have the conversation together. Right? So you think that's something you should be asking at the beginning, like when you when like y'all on the first, the second, the third date? Because now I need to make a decision. Is this the guy mm-hmm. that I'm okay with having a boyfriend to? Like mm-hmm. I, I have to like process it through myself, and that might be uh, that's definitely a double standard. But yeah, one hundred percent. But I think depending on for me, even in my head, like depending on who it is, what who the guy is, I, mm-hmm. I I'm trying to see if I'm going to be able to process you having a boyfriend too. Mm-hmm. You having a boyfriend too? So you, so and so, do you think that there that that is a fair like <laughs> look, a fair shake? Because it because no, no, there are there are some men who feel that I you say what? This is what it is. I right, there are some men who feel like they can't even be honest with with these women. No, they can be honest. Well, no, I, I, let, let, let me let, let me finish. They feel like they cannot be honest with the woman about what they want sexually, mm-hmm. um, or what they what what their sexual history is, because they're going to be judged, they're going to be mm-hmm. shunned, they're going to be t- turned away, and they really do. They really are attracted to women. They really do want to have this relationship. But she looks at this man now and says, "Okay, well, he's not what I need, or he's not what I want." And so, and that 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 fear of rejection is preventing him from doing that. And so, I, not, now that now that I'm justifying not being honest, I'm not justifying not being honest. Mm-hmm. But there is a there's a huge barrier um, for truth because there there's this judgment that you know women will have if you say, "Hey, you know, I've sucked a dick in my life." You know, that's that's what it is. And she's like, "Oh, we both can't be sucking dick." Right. I think that those. I think that that can go any way. Mm-hmm. I think that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what. It could be anything. Like, okay, where you? I dated a guy before. He was four hundred pounds before, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now he's you know super fit. Okay, so right. now I'm like, okay, well, what's gonna happen with our kids if we have kids? I'm processing mm-hmm. through the whole thing. It's it's mm-hmm. not it's not just specifically about that those are conversations right. that they should be able to have and then to allow the woman to make a decision that's yeah absolutely that is it she's okay to make a decision he's okay to make a decision yeah if if i don't want to you know date someone who likes like a dick i'm just not gonna date someone who likes <laughs> like a dick However, I feel you. for me personally would i date someone who have sucked a couple of dicks before mm-hmm. probably right <laughs> would, I, would i date a top Probably. <clears throat> Would I date a bottom? I, that's my. Do you feel like there's bottoms there? I feel like there's. Do you, Billy? Do you feel like there's bottom shaming? Because I feel like she just shame. She just bottom shamed there. No, because I think that's her choice. That's what top or bottom? Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what, it's my choice. It's just like that's just me. like you may you may be attracted to you know chocolate or chocolatey or women. Then I know. love dark skin women. But what turns me off <laughs> is a top who bottoms who a top looks like a top <laughs> who then gets in the bedroom and, and bottoms. Then, uh, it just turns me completely off. See, and that's that's where I'm at with it. That's mm-hmm. see, but see, I, okay. So here, here, I think we. I think okay, we have so the same attraction. I have, I have, I have a, my, I, hold on, sir, because in my head. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want you to be this masculine dude. Like, I want the masculine okay. part of you. So when uh-huh. you bottom, I'm thinking, dude, you, you a... can't, you can't be serious right now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, if 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 it's a dude, like mm-hmm. I have men ask me to uh, peg them. Peg them, right? I'm That's not dating you after this. You just go peg them and leave. That's it. I'm not dating a bottom. I, I want a masculine being. Like in my so head, you, are like, you saying that being a bottom is not masculine? In my and head, so, yes. so your, your masculine identity is determined that's by how you head. enjoy that's sex. Opinion. That's my opinion. I no, no I'm, I want to make sure I'm understanding your opinion. I, I'm, just, I'm telling you what it is. In my head, <laughs> as, as <she> <laughs> right. In my head, I'm like the masculine being would be the top, or you know, someone mm-hmm. who's gonna take charge. Who's doing the fucking? I'm, if, if I'm giving it to you, if I'm mm-hmm. a submissive person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be submissive to you if you're a bottom. <laughs> you never know. I'm Y'all can scissor. You never know. Oh, my. Y'all can get a double-sided dog and just... Nobody oh, double-sides so... it. Nobody scissors. <laughs> just, <y'all can> just... <laughs> I don't know what they do in their bedroom. I know what I do in mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. I, I love a mystery. I love and, a mystery. And shout out to Mr. Collins. He said, "Why not?" And I just think it's psychological because mm-hmm. I okay because I date men and women, right? And so in my mm-hmm. head, I like very feminine women. Are you so you are top? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm submissive, <laughs> both, sides. submissive both sides. Okay, so you're bottom on both sides. But usually, women, mm-hmm. feminine women, like super mm-hmm. feminine women, are usually the aggressor. Mm-hmm. And with with men, I like really buff. You know, masculine mm-hmm. beings. You know, right. I like them to be a man. You want an aggressive top. So I want, you know. Understood. Okay. She want to be twenty four seven a man, which mm. you know. But I, but I can stick my finger in his. Not, I just can't peg him. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't gone to that. Situation. You have. You haven't been in a relationship where he was like, okay, I need you to peg me. It's it's my birthday. You understand? Know like that is when you become your freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. of expression in the bedroom. Yeah, and, I, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm free. But I'm probably going to be like... You're going like to be side-eyeing. <laughs> okay. It's a tough world out there. It really is because it's just... It is what it is. I just like a free person. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm going okay. to broaden my horizons. But I don't know what I would say mm-hmm. if these buffo dudes come to me and be like... Because there, there are bottoms who don't... who. Are not traditionally looking like bottoms, right? Correct. They are hyper masculine. They are, and you know, you know, very mass presenting. But in the bedroom, they like, look, bend me over, lift me up, flip me around, and bang this thing out. Okay. They are out there. They are. And so I think I mean, sex. The sex don't happen if the bottom don't show up. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> selfish top. If you're a selfish top, it happens. If the bottom doesn't show up to the room, doesn't show up to the party, just a bunch of tops looking at each other. Goes both ways. If the, bottom, if the top don't show up, the bottom just, you know, gets... gets it's just sitting there looking. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you, you, so you that, need to be... So that brings us to, like, all of these labels and these... Mm-hmm. The, everything has a label. Everything has mm-hmm. to be... This is... You're supposed to be this part, this person, and you're right. only do this. Right. And, um... <laughs> Mr. Collins said, I need y'all to get off the bottoms, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we have to get off the bottoms. Oh, 
have to ask no more questions. Hands up. That just took me out. I'm sorry. The trade, the trade, even the trade bottoms. Mm-hmm. Can y'all tell me what trade is? Is that is that like a is that the download thing male, too? That's the trade is just the trade is the guy on the basketball court who got it going on, and he walks you know so walk by you know gay guys and you know that's the trade right there. Like, what does the trade mean though? <clears throat> trade is a man who's presenting masculine who, who has a who has a very masculine presenting persona right, and he, he may still sleep with women, and but he fu- he fucking he fucking the kids. For the kids, trade. not the kid kids, but he's not the kid kids. He, he he's giving it, he's giving it to the girls. Okay, he's giving he's giving it to the to the children. You know, and a lot of times they're giving it to the kids for for dollars. They're trading clothes. You know, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. So it's 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 just it's just a term for somebody who's trading sex for something, and he's a mass presenting guy. Yeah. Um, Mr. Collins said that a uh, masculine man that bottoms. That's what that mm-hmm. is. Come okay, on, Mr. Collins. Because well, I've, I've been hearing the, no. the trade thing. Trade is like a basketball player, football player. Yeah. Got it going on that was that will go down, get down with you. With, uh, in right. whatever way. In whatever way. Yeah. yeah. In okay. whatever way. And, he, and a lot of times he's getting paid for that. Uh huh. He's getting he's getting so he's getting he's trading his the the time he's giving. For something, for, for a gift in exchange, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, and then the forty, and then exchange ain't robbery. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, 40 so in the blunt, <laughs> uh, uh, goodness. They, and it, listen, okay, do, do, okay. Do you experience just? And I know this is a pivot, but I it it. Do you experience uh, racism in 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 the gay community? And 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 if, and if if the, if you because I'm I've. I've talked to some some um, some black gays here in Houston, and like the the white gays are racist as fuck, right? <laughs> and so they 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 icing icing the black gays out. They're not coming to the to the balls. They're not inviting them to anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you, do you have you ever experienced any racism from other um, gay or queer people? No, because I'm 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 well rounded. Mm-hmm. I'm in there with all of them. Politicians right. to you know the janitor. Mm-hmm. Come on, politicians. <laughs> Not politicians. I, I didn't okay. say the other p word. <laughs> From politicians to the janitor, it's, uh, it is mm-hmm. what it is, and I've learned to you know get on each get on the spectrum wherever they are, meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that's one thing I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't see because I'll just be judgmental, and I'm yeah. still judgmental. I'm low key. Don't say- I'm low key. <laughs> I feel like you say low key. First of all, <laughs> my judgment, sir. No, I feel like I am low key homophobic sometimes. Oh. I feel like sometimes, I, and I'm like, okay, where does this stem? Do you think we raised like that? Yes, I think that definitely comes from being raised a certain way. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, I remember telling my uh, grandmother, you know, that I had a girlfriend, and she, her first response was, "So, are you gonna start wearing pants?" <laughs> I was like, huh? huh? I'm like, no, I'm gonna wear whatever I normally wear, grandmother. They wanna know. You gonna start wearing Birkenstocks and Doc Martens? Because in her head, that's how you identify a lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. So that she had a lot of keys. So she was like, "Is this is this, is this how this is gonna go? Is this what I should mm-hmm. expect now?" You know. Um, and shout out to my grandmother for being just so open Super to the dope. dialogue. Super dope. <laughs> because I know she was like, "Lord, what are we gonna do with this girl here?" 
And shout out to my grandfather. I'm telling you, my grandfather, listen, because they believe in the Bible and all that, he had he was like, Listen, I gotta talk to you about this, but I'm never gonna talk to you about it again. I don't care if you bring your girlfriend to the house, whatever. He like was 100. It's, it's whatever it is, you know. He was one hundred. So I just think that, you know, having people around you uh, you know that well the way we were raised up to being a, a class act like i was always it's being classy so in my head i'm like okay yeah you know it's who do we see being classy who did we see being classy i mean i think we saw everyone mm-hmm. so how we grew up with it was class or nothing yeah and i believe that's like i said men didn't know how to handle my personality mm-hmm. so i was shuffled into the women's section you know by cooking in the in the with the church with mothers and mm. stuff like that just being around mm-hmm. them gathering and nurturing from there mm-hmm. from that point of view mm-hmm. no my father it he didn't even <clears throat> he wouldn't allow me under the car with him when he was you know mm-hmm. mechanic stuff right mm-hmm. but you, but you think that was just because he didn't think that that's something that you'd like or or what did you give him the impression you wouldn't live like that i just walked around the car and looked at him <laughs> So, I mean, so did you want to fix the car? Window? I would have loved to. He would have invited me under there, and it wasn't, you know. Yeah, I think that, like, even now, like, I think people are still experiencing that now. They're, they're coming out to their families, mm-hmm. and like, their maybe their dad doesn't doesn't think that they want to do the boy stuff, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I I think that having that conversation because sometimes your parents are they do not know how to engage in that conversation. So I mm-hmm. I think that those people who are in that situation now don't be afraid to say, hey. Dad, by the way, I, I do like playing football, or I would. I I'm okay with changing too. the oil. I played football and everything. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I don't know. It's it's, it's something else, and then I just hate to say that. Growing up as a black homosexual, I'm gonna say that this time. It just I always felt liberated. I cannot say it enough. Mm-hmm. From people getting in my face, you know, birds of a feather flock together. <clears throat> Well, I guess I'm a flock. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like mm-hmm. a duck, I guess I'm a duck. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. I would not back down and say, what are you talking about? I, would be, like, I wouldn't be submissive like that. I mm-hmm. always had a mouth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one thing my dad was like, I'm going to have to pipe you down a little bit. So, <laughs> I learned over the years. I have learned over the years that if we give compassion, compassion can come back to you. How, how many siblings do you have? It was six of us. It was six of you. Mm-hmm. How many of you are homosexual? How many of the are part of the, L, of the alphabet community? Oh, the pronoun community. Community. <laughs> Two of us. Okay. And you know, and I, listen, it was only me at first. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. it ain't never been only years later. Years. Later, <laughs> I would say years later. My aunt, my very dear aunt, who was you know. Mm-hmm. We just, she took care of all of us. Mm. She came out and it was like, huh? She came Did out she to me pants? first. She's always, she wore, she wore pants, ballroom gown, <laughs> She wore it all, always the short hairstyle. You know, she was that auntie. Mm-hmm. And mm. so she came out. Nidra, oh Lord. <laughs> My sister, she came out. She came out. So it was. I think I set the stage for quite a few of my family. Of just being open and being okay mm. with being who you are. Yes, yeah, that's, that's there's plenty of us now. I, but me, I know me and my sister for two. Yeah, I just think that it's just like that's one thing that I always, you know, I was thankful to have that conversation with my grandmother so early because <laughs> it allowed me to just be free. I was mm. like, okay, you know, obviously I still had to, you know, figure out how to navigate it, navigate this, but it just mm. allowed me to be more open and, you know, 
you know, have real, you know, have real conversations mm-hmm. and things like that. So I just think that, you know, when you see other people just being authentically themselves, it mm-hmm. allows you to be that way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. Sir, you got anything? Have you ever considered not being gay? Like, have you ever considered like conversion therapy? Or have you ever thought I need to put this down and not do this? <laughs> and, and I'm just gonna let y'all know we got like 30 seconds. We are way over time. Okay. <laughs> so these conversations we need to have like at the hookah lab or something. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. No. Mm. I I prayed about that long time ago. Thought I would mm-hmm. be delivered from it. Uh, like I said, it's just no longer me being labeled. I just yeah. I am who I am. Well. Listen, Billy, thank you for coming out and hanging out with us. You. This went by so fast. Can you believe it? Yes, but we'll definitely so have fast. to have you um, back again. Sir, where can the people find you on social media? They can find me on IG at the Sir Armstrong and on Facebook as Sir Armstrong. Right. Definitely follow me, send nudes, say, wave, say hi. <laughs> news <laughs> well you can follow me on every single social media platform at ecarice that's e-c-a-r-r-i-c-e thank y'all for tuning in don't forget to share and uh we'll see y'all next tuesday Love see you next bye tuesday bye, bye y'all see you bye. next tuesday